Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Then we can find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Coming of Age. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome. welcome. <laughs> this is a movie review podcast. We're gonna have a real good time with you today. Hope you enjoy horrific shit. <laughs> you could say that again. You could, because uh, uh... we glitched out and I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Please say that again. Uh, it's gonna be all right. Tell Ladies me about and it. Ladies and Jello Bowls, he's liable for everything that's happened on the podcast, but we'll still let him plead insanity. It's Chase coming. Ah, lock me up. I will kill again. No. (laughs) (laughs) And next up, the only thing this guy possesses is a physical copy of Johnny Dangerously. It's Dan Joplin. Hey, guys. You know, it was in a, it was in the Walmart $5 bet. I don't have any excuses <laughs> for my life and the choices that I've made. Never mind. I'm a, I'm a demon. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm Alan Loosebrock. Welcome to the show, everyone. I, oh, I'm excited about this one, guys. I'm so it's happy you good. boys watch these movies. So happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a double feature today. We're doing Angst, a German. Uh, uh, they're both kind Austrian. of thrillers, more than, more than. Uh, oh, are they? Is it Austrian? And it then, is. I was incorrect about the German. Ah, yeah, it okay, is Austrian. Cool. Right on. Well, fuck me. <laughs> you were given uh, wrong Aust- information. <laughs> Austrian thriller, more so. Like it's 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 horrific, but it's not really a horror film. I I wouldn't say either of them are horror films. They're above uh, the genre. I could see that. <laughs> Although I would say Angst is fucking scary. Angst is scary, but he <laughs> I used this word before and I'll use it again. Bumblebutt, like he he's terrifying, but just like what I the victims also, you know, you don't want to blame the victims, but like God, there seemed like there were some opportunities. Um I think oh, the yeah, young the course. young girl yes. took a couple opportunities. Which did not play out in her favor. Yeah, she made yeah, some she, poor choices. She could, have taken, she could have taken way more. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. We're talking about Angst, which is a 1983 Austrian film. And then later on, we'll be talking about Luz, L-U-Z, which Luz. is a German film from 2019. And ah. they are both pretty uh, artsy-fartsy fucking awesome. Like I enjoyed both of them so goddamn much. And I recommend that anyone listening to this podcast go watch uh, one or both of them before listening to this because it's probably going to be confusing as shit otherwise. <laughs> there's, your, there's, there's that. Lots of spoilers, okay? Uh, all the spoilers. Yeah, it, the whole I, thing I is, can't imagine we're, we're not yeah. going to spoil literally everything. <laughs> yes. So go watch those films because you'll like them. I'm sure they're available, uh, available somewhere. Maybe you can get a. Uh, you got Shutter. Dan Joplin. You got sh- you got you got Shutter. For Shutter. You can uh, you can watch them on Shutter if you got an HDMI cable. 
to hook your computer up to your because because uh, you can't his, log into his, Shutter his, on any browser other than like fucking Chrome. So you know, good luck. Or you can subscribe to Shutter through Amazon Prime. Just which you can't which which you can't log into it's a separate subscription i like looked it up because i was trying to figure out how to like get in i was using your prime account and i still couldn't watch it i don't understand what no yeah i don't understand i don't understand i don't that's weird it is weird i don't don't understand i don't understand um but no like you can't even log into if you have a shutter account and you have an amazon prime account you can't use your shutter account in your amazon prime like you have to get Shutter yeah, through Amazon. Through what the Amazon. fuck? Yeah, and Shutter don't get separate subscription. Yeah, it's stupid though because like if you have Shutter, it becomes much more difficult to watch Shutter on your TV because yep. there's no app. Yep, that it doesn't Chromecast. You can't crash it. it. Ha- yeah, <laughs> you got to either mirror your screen if you got a smart TV, or you shit out of fucking luck and yep. you plug your computer in. So, Did you end up being able to watch it yeah. through Chase's Prime, though? No, no. I watched it uh, through my laptop plugged into the TV. All right. Yeah, Good I mean, job, just, dude. You know, that's how I watched it, too. Went, went back to the old age. Old yeah, timey method. That's how I do everything. Gotta, Fuck. Had, to, had to bust out the old HDMI cable. Back to you know, the 2013. Worst thing, the, the worst thing about doing that shit is that there's no remote for your computer. Nope, and there's you're reading not. German and take taking notes, you can't pause it. So you're just like, <laughs> "Fuck! God damn it! I gotta read still and write." Oh, just gotta get up real you're quick. Like writing sideways on the fucking paper, like, "Oh god." <laughs> but oh. hey, it worked out. You just gotta watch the film like three or four times. <laughs> At least they're short, right? Yeah. Very, yeah. Luz, you definitely got to watch the film three or four times. <laughs> like, whether you're taking yeah. notes or not. Just for a comprehension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Take notes both times. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 that's what I did, at least. I only watched it twice. I'll, I'll probably fucking watch it again after we talk about it. Because hopefully there will be some insights. I got but a, first, we're going to start with angst. I got a... An eighth of mushrooms sitting on my uh, counter, and I think I might eat those and watch Lose again. Jesus Christ. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Walton Walton Goggins will haunt your fucking dreams. (laughs) Walton Goggins? (laughs) Yeah, the the, uh, German Walton Goggins. Oh. (laughs) I guess I can see that. Yeah, Yeah. he kind of looks like that. Yeah. I was thinking vice principal vice principals all the time when he's like rolling around in that chair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to finish that show. It was good. Holy shit, you do it so good, dude. I've seen the first I, season. Oh, dude, second season's fantastic. I think I've watched both of them twice. Okay. So so angst. Any hoozle. <laughs> Back to Um Angst. Yes. Based on based on an actual uh serial killer fucking lunatic in austria um who like the, the film so it starts out with uh well it starts out with him shooting the the old woman like wandering through the streets just kind of like talking about his madness for a little bit um and yeah talking about his need to kill and the camera is really interesting in this as well, like because it, it's so many. Oh, it's it's, great. it's all all throughout the film. It's all like high shots and low shots and really close ups, just to makes you claustrophobic and doesn't let you know the surroundings. So, 
oh, I wanted to ask you how you think they mounted that fucking camera to get him to stay into the center of the frame all the time. And then he has full independent motion where he can spin around. But the camera has to be mounted to him, right? Like, it has to be. Yes, a lot of those shots, it really looked like the only, like, he had to have had, like, a fucking, like, ring around him with like little wheels and ball bearings or some shit and just and he's controlling the camera right? yeah that's yeah. the only way i could think about it working yeah like exactly what you said i was like he has to have some kind of like circular thing attached to him that the camera can move around yeah but that he has full motion within as well and he's sitting there like operating it as he's fucking running around it's it's a am- <laughs> it's weird yeah the camera work is really cool but it's just it's so much it's because it's it never stops um yeah so it did. Uh, I like it a lot. Effective. It's it's got a it's got a pretty like the camera. I I would say is like almost like a character of its own. Uh, like, it's it's also has like little like I wouldn't even say maybe they're not mistakes, but there are some times where you're like ah oh, that seemed a little fucking well, janky. N- but like I almost liked those parts too. I'm like ah oh. bouncy <laughs> like, and stuff. Yeah. Well, that- well, not even that. Not even that. Like sometimes it just goes like it'll like push in and then like push right back out which were like oh like someone like fucked up or something like no that's that's him he was fucking up all the time the camera was like this <laughs> this movie like it was from an un, you know he's an unreliable narrator and he like the camera is fucking unreliable too the camera's him too like it's it's p even though it's like third person it's showing him it's really like pov it's his mind camera um okay i'm so glad you said that because i felt like the movie there's all these little things happening in the movie that put you inside of his head and we're experiencing the world through this like uh unreliable narrator essentially um which I'm assuming that's what you're saying right yeah 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 so i my, i have a major question and i want to i want to answer this and i know we're going to go through the movie and stuff but do you think this movie takes place over the course of a couple of hours in one afternoon or overnight into another day it's it's got to be the same it it well once it gets to the end b- because of the ending it it's got to be in the same day it's got to be That's what I thought. But like oh because of the clothes of the women. Yeah, and every yeah. they're in the exact and same spots just like in a couple of hours. It's cuz it, the movie seemed like it was real time. It seemed like it was essentially real time except for maybe a couple of times when he was like wandering a little bit. But even that Yeah, it when the when the mother and daughter first get home to the house and it's like the sun setting and then it is like obviously nighttime throughout the house for yeah, like the entire yeah. sequence all the way and then he murders the girl right and uh, there's like a beat and the, in that beat I feel like there could be a moment of passing time but yeah. the the dog way he like wakes up in his little daze and fucking wipes the cum off his pants <laughs> and it's full daytime again yeah it must right? be, it must be from one day to the next but it. Or it's just weird it's, that they're in the, all the same clothing. Or it's the internal, like you were brought into his oh, internal yes. experience of it, and he, like, it feels to him like it's taking all this extra time, all this, like, overnight, essentially, but it's not. Ooh. I don't know. The, uh, How do you guys read it? <laughs> I was thinking. Initially watch initially watching it, I, I, I literally did just, like, I made a note of them wearing the exact same clothes and the same people being in the diner and all that. And I didn't necessarily think that it was uh, from the perspective of an unreliable narrator. I more so thought of it as like a, I don't know, it seemed like an artistic choice almost. Like it wasn't, 
which both could be the same thing (laughs) (laughs) that they could cross paths, of course, both of those things. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I know what you're saying, but I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it was just like a artistic choice and also like, I don't know. That, that is weird. That but is weird. It's it, a thinker. As an artistic choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I it was. Like, yeah, I think it was just yeah. the choice to put it, to make this movie like fully from him. Because even when it cuts to like, they have a a, a voiceover of some professor sounding or doctor sounding guy, like telling uh, his, his childhood and stuff. Um, he later talks about like this needs to be more dramatic and everything. It's like he's making the movie. It's like his his little brain movie of his his passions and what he needs to do, what he yeah. what compels him. Yeah, pretty much the entire movie is uh, just him in his inner monologue. Yeah, which is great. So awesome. Uh, it, the only time it's not is the like in between him murdering the woman in the first scene and him getting released from prison. It's like there's like the I don't even want to say a doctor. It's just like a yeah. narrator. Yeah, it's like, just I don't know. It's just like some like official sounding motherfucker. Yeah, but in that it's whole sequence, him. I actually really like when they are going like really clinically through his history. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. And then like later on, when you're in his point of view and he's referencing things, and you can like. It's like, it's like uh, if you were like were to read like the crimes of this guy in some kind of like medical docket or on like Wikipedia or something, and then you get to hear how he actually thinks about those experiences, like stabbing his mother and you know wanting to kill his stepfather and all that shit. Uh, I I like the the like play of that where it's like you kind of you get to hear his like what he's done from like an outsider and then you get to see what it's like inside his brain. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Like it's setting it up, like showing you everything that's happened to him to make him who he is as the like fucking sociopathic murderer, like serial killer that he is. And it's like, you're just like, check, 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 check. Yep. Okay, cool. Wow, this totally makes sense. I know what I'm in for immediately. Oh, no. I was just going to say it's like the best version of uh, one of those like History Channel or like A&E uh, like retelling of the murders and like true crime stories where they give you all the facts yeah. and everything, but they all do the reenactments and shit. But it's just like, ooh, some high budget, high quality reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, the... The, so the initially like, okay, so he, he goes to prison for shooting that woman. They say that he's, he's been liable because of his actions, like throughout his entire life. He can't plead insanity because it's like, you have been this fucking asshole, like forever. You're like tortured fucking animals and just been shitty. But like also like everything with his mother and his what stepfather and everything like it's just setting him up for it well they they um, also refuse to like believe like the sadism thing as like a mental disorder illness yeah, yeah they're just yeah, like exactly. you, yeah they're, they're just like you know you're just a fucking piece of shit and it's like yeah because my brain's fucked um and i just uh-huh. you can't let me go you can't do that the the inclusion of of that element of him like them not believing that sadism is like a mental disorder uh, it, it feels like at least it for me it brought to the question like if they did believe him and they did put him in a mental mental institution would any of the murders like for that happened in the you know that happened in the movie would they still happen or would they still have happened if he had gotten the proper 
treatment. Well, he probably wouldn't be just stewing in prison for 10 years, just being like, all I dream about is flowers and crimes of pure joy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, just I can't wait to get out and do it again. It's just a timer. It's just a countdown. Then like (laughs) they've sent him to an institution. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Time's up, but uh, you're not done, baby. We got to stick you back (laughs) in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. And by the oven, I mean Thorazine. (laughs) There you go. Um, lithium it felt like to me that they were making like a little critique on the the justice system in austria at the time um that's what it seemed like well also also it's like early 80s like when when was like so like what like serial killers and all that like like i don't know well, the guy that it's based re- on got arrested in 1980, so like within three years of the movie being made. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, dude, it's he, pretty. It's pretty like ahead of its time. The case and everything. Right. I mean, his case did have an impact on Austrian like criminal law and stuff, and and uh, their perception of sadism and everything. So then, <laughs> that has to be an element that was purposeful in the film. Like, it's definitely doing that. I re- I really liked like going back to like the. How you say it's almost like a reenactment, just a really good reenactment. I love in movies where they have pictures of like the actor that's in the film as a child. Yeah, all the pictures that they were showing looked like were a fucking murderer. So good, <laughs> he looked, yeah, dude. It was amazing. I was like, holy fucking shit! How the hell did you get? Dude this? was <laughs> born for the role. Dude yeah. was just like dude. made oh for it. Oh my god. He looks like a fucking, like, uh, what's that guy's name? Bill Skarsgård? Like, just like a scarier, yeah. like, German, yeah. uh, Austrian Bill Skarsgård? Like, oh, my God, he's so fucking creepy. Ugh. Yeah. Dude, I like, po- the Bill, sca- I, I like the Bill Skarsgård of it all. <laughs> most Out of everything, the most discu- one of the most disgusting parts of this movie for me is just him eating that sausage. It's just, oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Twice. I love when he's just eating it and he eating a sh- uh, a fucking wiener schnitzel, just staring at these women, and he's just like inside his own head. And he's just like, "Oh, it was on immediately." It's like it's on. Like, I noticed like, them immediately. The there's they, a they there's a me. list. It sounded on- like Donald Trump. Like I was on him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there's a list on Letterbox that is purely movies where uh, the main character eat a sausage with their bare hands like that like they dip it in mustard and eat it like that and and that's where jordan found angst (laughs) on that list yeah are they mostly like german austrian films i feel i feel like they yeah a lot of them are (laughs) yeah Yeah, because eating a fucking cheeseburger no it's it's like (laughs) apparently it's like drinking a glass of water because he walks into the cafe he doesn't even order anything he just walks up to the counter and they're just like here's a fucking sausage and some mustard (laughs) Yeah, they, they skipped over that line. Yeah. The fucking, the, the woman who works there is just like staring at him like, what the fuck? Well, because everybody he is. He's like, he's like, what the fuck? Well, the first time he goes in, he mentions, uh, so he gets let out. Of, okay, well, well, let's go back. Yeah, uh, his childhood, um, he's uh, he's a bastard. Um, his, uh, his dad leaves uh, before he's born, and then his mom sends him to live with his grandmother, who's ashamed of him because he's a bastard, and uh, he's like fucking killing animals and torture and shit and she sends him off to a uh, a monastery where he then gets yeah. Yeah. subsequently kicked out of uh for again stabbing animals just stabbing animals um 
And then he goes to live with his mother and stepfather, who, uh, is, of course, stepfather is like physically abusive and everything. Uh, and he just uh, he, he ends up running away. Um, Dude, the stuff about his mother, like where she would like. Was it his mother that like was in? No, 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 no. Uh, so he runs. So he runs away, and then he he comes back. Uh, okay. And then he, when he's fourteen, uh, this is like when he's fourteen, he meets uh, like this forty-five-year-old woman, uh, like Anne Marie or something, uh, and she mm-hmm. uses him for her masochistic purposes, and she like has him bind her and whip her and shit. Um, and fuck her. Yeah, and fuck her. And and, and and so he just like is like, okay, well, this is what sex is, and this is what I love. This is it. This is what gets me off. Um, and then he binding uh, torturing. Yeah, and he he goes through. He he like gets a girlfriend later or something, and doesn't do anything like super violent with her, but like burns her with like light bulbs and shit, and like is rough with her, but like not fully. And then goes and kills kills a woman. Uh, and uh, gets sentenced, kills a woman. They think it's a robbery. He gets sentenced to 10 years in prison. When he gets out, he goes to find his next victims. Goes to the cafe and eats a disgusting sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where and that's we the leave end. That's and, and then you wanted, and then I think you wanted to say something about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized uh, I don't know what it was. Okay, so but anyway, so he starts with these, he, he's, he goes he goes to the coffee shop or whatever the cafe. He's eating this sausage. He's like, "This is perfect, you know. I can kill all these people." Like, I don't know. What what makes him initially like leave the coffee shop, the cafe? He just finishes. He yeah. finishes and he's like, "It's not, it's not, it's not gonna work out." He doesn't know how to approach them or like, I can't remember exactly what happens. Uh, I think he's just like, he's like, I, he wants to kill someone. Yeah. I think he he just just says says it's not right. Yeah. He's, he's just like, oh no. Yeah. This isn't right. And he, so he just starts walking again and he's just, he's just walking. He's just looking for his next victim. He's just looking for somebody to kill. In the middle of the street. Yeah. He's just walking down the middle of the road. Uh, and then he's, gets a lovely coincidence. Um, the, uh, his, his taxi gets like jacked by some other dude, like right out in front of him. And then the next taxi that pulls up, there's a woman inside. Oh my God. Yeah. He's so excited. Which like the the lovely coincidence line is like, I was like, it's not really that much of a coincidence. No, it's not. It's like. It's it's not at all. It's like through his perspective. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. It's him playing it. He's like, oh. Fucking serendipity. It's just the perfect, the stars are aligning for my murder. Um, <laughs> also, also, when he leaves prison, isn't he like, I planned it all out. They're, they won't catch me this time. Exactly. did he say that? Yeah. And it's like, there's no plan at all. Exactly. At all. That's zero plan. His only plan he, is murder and don't get caught. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, perfect. It's foolproof. Ooh. He gets the murder part done, but then the don't get part caught, he is not good at. <laughs> he's he's barely good at the murder part. He's not even good at the murder part. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he was terrible at it. He fucked the whole thing up. He like couldn't yeah. even choke the one dude. <laughs> yeah. He had to, he had to puss oh. out on that one. Yeah. Okay, so he's in the taxi with the woman, and he's being sketchy as fuck, taking off his shoelaces. He's just reaching down like, for like three minutes, just she's like, just like, what's going on back there? <laughs> <laughs> she slams on the brakes. He like has the fucking shoelace in both of his hands, about to like try to choke her, and then just like 
pusses out again is like fucking running through the woods. Which they're just out. in the middle of the woods. They're just driving down like a fucking. They went from the city to now they're just in the middle of the woods, like down dirt roads. Yeah, I wonder where he said to go. You know? Straight. He, he, know. Said straight. straight <laughs> he said straight just ahead. He said straight ahead. He just, just said go. straight ahead. That's not a good direction to go. That's not good directions <laughs> if you're a cab driver. So like, well, after that, where do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> And so he's just he's just free for all. He's running through the woods, and then he just stumbles upon another neighborhood where he's like, "Oh, this gate's open. I'll go check out this house." It's like at least that I well, thought it was just a house in the yeah, woods. Yeah, it seemed it at first it seemed like it was just a house really secluded. It wasn't until like a little bit later after he, I think after he first uh, kills, I guess it's after he kills all of them. Then he che- starts checking out like the outside and further and away to get out then you're like oh shit well, this place like, is actually pretty like close to other gate. shit there's a yeah. gate around it it kind of seemed like it was like it had things surrounding it maybe not close but like close enough yeah in my yeah. while i was watching it as i was watching it as i as i was seeing it I, that's what it kind of felt like to me um i yeah i don't know when i like nicer homes when he first came upon it, i just thought yeah i thought it was just in the woods until like you get a shot of by that weird like man-made lake thing little pond yeah and it's like uh and you see the other houses that then i was like oh shit it's in a neighborhood i didn't even realize yeah up until then yeah yeah so he goes around the house and it's just like this is perfect the the trees oh yeah it's basically him it's it's him just like creep crawling around but in his mind i'm sure he's just like dancing it might he might as well be like prancing around (laughs) being like my perfect murder home it's right here it's so desolate and i don't hear anyone here but someone must live here it's so beautiful and gross and i love it And then he fucking it even has a secret tunnel, dude. He, then he he busts the window, and as soon as you go inside, you're just like, okay, now this this as strange as this was, this just became way stranger because the inside of the house is so empty. And where's all the furniture? Yeah, and right inside, there's just a bed, like just like diagonal, just like catty corner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. in the middle of the room with some with a lamp and some like Time magazines on the ground next to it, and it's just like I mean, no. Mattress on the ground. Even later, when the phone rings and he goes upstairs, there's just a fucking phone sitting in the middle of an empty room. Yeah. And the upstairs, it was like on the floor. Like what? <laughs> okay. So, so he's now he's he's fantasizing about murdering these people, and he's walking through the house, and he's just like, I can't even, I can't even take it. I feel like I'm, I'm going to go mad. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to burst. I can't wait. And he like hears somebody in the house and picks up a knife. And starts walking around, and then all of a sudden hears somebody behind him, and a dude in a wheelchair, like a handicapped guy, mentally handicapped guy in a wheelchair, rolls up to him and just looks at him like dead in the face and is like, Daddy? <laughs> say, Papa? It, say, say it with the... Baba? 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 Paul F. Tompkins is in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's like, fucking drooling. <laughs> And he's got. I feel like he's got like a little bow tie or some shit. He look. He's like. He does. He totally he's does. like in a little suit and vest and shit. Uh, um. So then. So he just like uh skedaddles away from him. He's like, I'm scared not of the police but of my victim. Like, cause he's just like, what the fuck? Um. Cause he's. Like, how did I wander into this one? Yeah. Uh. Waits for for mother and daughter to arrive home from the grocery shopping. Um, which mom, go- mom's looking like, uh, 
the fucking grand grandpa from the Munsters. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally what she looks like. That's exact. That's all I could think of when I looked at her. She was just in, like in a red curly wig. Yeah, and it was just like powder white skin and like black jet black eyebrows. Those yeah. were just Austrian eyebrows, man. Yeah, well, I don't know, dude. <laughs> those those are eyebrows today. <laughs> it's an today Austrian in America. <laughs> Fucking squares, like what the fuck? So yeah. eyebrow fashion. Um, um, he, is the dog is the dog introduced yet? Have you has he seen the dog, or is that later? That's later when they when they come in. That's when yeah that hiding. that's when they come home, and then like the the daughter goes upstairs uh, to like go to the bathroom or something, and the dog like walks into the other room, like he's right around the corner in another room from like uh, the the daughter going to the bathroom, and the dog just like walk uh, wanders in and stares at him. And it's the cutest goddamn little dachshund you ever did see. It really is. It's a fucking adorable. Yeah. Dude, it would be like a really good like alternate poster for this movie. It would just be that <laughs> dog like with the ball or something <laughs> like that dog it honestly, when it's when it's in the tunnel and it does the little like when it breathes. It, oh, it's so cute. Dude, oh my like, god. After like the worst yeah, scene ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it softens the movie a little bit. Just yeah, the presence does, of the dog. Does. Uh, no but it puts you so on edge i was just so worried he was gonna just fucking kill that dog just snap it in half that little venus yeah yeah i'm happy he didn't i'm really happy that yeah he just took it with him they were gonna be sidekicks for a while (laughs) i I could honestly watch a sequel where he doesn't get caught and him and that dog just go murder another family (laughs) dude the dog is like following him like to and from the tunnel like all the time i'm just like what the fuck he's like i see that you have uh murdered my masters i guess you're my master yeah you, you are my new master that's how it works <laughs> don't hurt me shit list <laughs> okay so when does he initially uh what happens initially there's uh the the mom notices the broken glass after she like goes in and checks uh, on the yes. son. well so the son the the uh, paul f tompkins <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah he's like mommy daddy's here and she's like shut up you idiot and he has he's been dead for years um and uh then she notices the broken glass and like calls the daughter down and as the daughter's coming down he like bum rushes her but like it's the most just arms and legs just flailing just tackle (laughs) and he like drops the knife what what is your goal in this like rush like what is like he's just so excited i guess yeah like, he's not very smart yeah no it's it's just no. him thinking he's like the perfect killer and just like this beautiful artistic maniac <laughs> but no he's just a fucking bumblebutt he's just like goo, goo, goo. he's a mr magoo like just stumbling through <laughs> these murders um doesn't he like tie he ties her foot to the yes, doorknob and yeah. then he's like so well after dude, he not after he knocks her down is nuts. After he knocks her down, she's on the ground for like fucking 30 seconds while he just goes and does some other shit. Like goes and attacks the mom for like, actually no, he's attacking the mom for like a minute and a half, two minutes. And she's just like still laying on the ground pretty much. And then he goes over and like starts tying her up. It's yeah. it, it's bizarre. It ties her up by one <laughs> foot. Yeah. Went to the fucking one doorknob. Foot hands. <laughs> one foot to the doorknob. And she's just sitting there just like can't get out of it. Excuse me. I feel like he too he tied her with what it looked like pantyhose or something. It, it was like uh, it was like gauze or something. It was like yeah, I, yeah. Gauze is so easy to rip. Yeah, just I don't think it was gauze. No. I, I think it was it, it was tape. It, it was, was tape? like white tape. Okay, it was definitely thicker. It was definitely thicker than 
gauze. It wasn't just fabric. Okay, well, I don't know. It looked like now, he was honestly, grabbing it. I, I thought it was a weird method, but honestly, I thought it was pretty, like, you could do that in a way where it would be fucking hard as shit to get out of that. If you tied someone's ankle to a fucking doorknob, like... It'd be so weird. <laughs> like one, they only have one foot. Yeah, it yeah. Would be I liked the visual. I liked the visual of it as well. Like it, it was interesting. Oh, I, I, I liked actually it. did that in real life. Well, the way he's dragging her around too. It's like we were saying with it, what what the camera does. How it like kind of makes mistakes and goes back and forth and goes in and out. Like he drags. He doesn't know what to do with her. Like when he goes back over to her, he like yeah. pull, starts pulling her one way, and then he's like, "Oh wait, no, no here's the door." And he starts pulling her back around another way, and just like then finagles her foot up. Just again, bumbling through the entire thing. Yeah, while he's like attacking her, and then like uh, he attacks the mother as well. He's like, it's like kind of a, a reoccurring thing. Like as he's attacking these people, he's like going through the women in his life, like in his inner monologue as well, and like almost taking it out on them, like mm-hmm. with his like mother and like um, his grandmother, um, with his the stepdad. older woman. Dude, well, yeah, like he talks about his stepdad when he's like drowning the uh, Paul F. Tompkins wheelchair guy, and it's like, whoa, like that's some pretty intense shit. Uh, good lord, I liked it. When the girl's kissing his, him, his oh, Adam's yeah. apple. Oh, holy shit! Dude, you guys remember that? All the, scene? All the yeah. close-ups. Oh my god! Like when, uh, god damn it! When they're b- back to the back to the cafe for a second, and then uh, when he's staring at the girl, <laughs> when he's eating the sausage, it's not just him eating the sausage. It's extreme close-ups of him eating the sausage, yeah. and then cuts to like his eyes and like their eyes and their lips, like smoking a cigarette, and like their hand, like sk- like just super close-ups, and then just like back to his like fucking gnarly gapped. Uh, tobacco stained teeth yeah. eaten ripping up grease and which, shit which that scene that scene with the lips and the eyes is honestly really like uh parallel with like how you see nora in uh loose as well honestly like you see like so many times her eyes and lips and stuff like it they're honestly pretty comparable in scene in that in that scene at least Nora, that's vanessa bayer's character right from SNL, I the redhead from SNL. What? Yeah, never mind. Is, <laughs> I don't know that reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, Dan, that is. You know who I'm talking the, about, Chase? The, uh, I do. Yeah, Vanessa Bayer looks like the redhead from Loose. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's got all those freckles and that cute smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, a little bit. I I know a person in my personal life that looks a lot like her, so yeah. I, so no. Anyway, on <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking crazy ass serial killer trying to kill people, but he's like he he wants it in an order, like he does know that he wants it. He wants to kill the um the son, and he wants the mother to see it. And then he wants to kill the mother, and he wants the daughter to see it. And then, like, the daughter is the prize at the end, you know? But he fucks it up. Fucks the whole thing up. He fucking kills... Of course, yeah. Yeah, kills the mom. Or, like, she's... She just dies. She, yeah, she just, like... Well, I mean, he was strangling her and just, like, coming his pants yeah. for a while. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. He, I guess he does kill he, her. Yeah. He he tried to save her and fed her everything. Yeah, just gave pill. her all the pills. <laughs> she was like, "My mom needs her pills," and he was like, "How many?" All, oh up. yeah, let's just get her, make her so healthy. Yeah. And he's talking. He's talking about like how like d- disappointed in himself he is, like how out of hand everything got, and it's like. Dude, like you did not okay. fucking try so, that hard. So, so then, on. but when he after he realizes like the mom is dead and he's not gonna get her up, he's like, then I'll just finish her. And he like kicks her in the wheelchair and she rolls across the room and she hits the wall. And the shot where she hits the wall, it's awesome. What the, what the fuck though? Like, was it stop motion? Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it looked like <laughs> kind of. It looked she, like, so weird. Like she like physically, I think they what she probably did is they mounted that camera and she physically did the roll on the wall and then they just chopped it three times. So it's yeah. like doo, 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 yeah. and it just looks like yeah, she t- Yeah, it looked they real weird. frames for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It was it was real strange looking. It it was awesome. Yeah, it, it played and it was but I was like, what the it fuck? It was weird. It was jarring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I have a quote. I have a quote before he before he feeds the mother the pills. Uh, when he, he's like, the mother had to become conscious. I wanted to strangle her after all. <laughs> I I loved that line. Which I it, was like, oh fuck. Which in real life, the serial killer. The, most of this is like is pretty true to the actual serial killer. Um, in real life, like yeah, he w- kept the mother alive for for like three hours or something, and then and killed her with a noose. He, like he choked her a little bit, and then he killed her with a noose later. Um, but he did feed her heart medicine. Oh yes, he did. He did give her her pills. You know, he's a good yeah. caretaker. You know, I guess. <laughs> Take pills it. are good. Wait, caretaker, Undertaker. Sorry, Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. No, um, he's not because he has the it. option to move her body with a wheelchair, and he opts to just drag her Care through the house. Know, I know that was I so know, upsetting. Right? That was very upsetting <laughs> and, as well. And and the son, I was like, you're gonna drag him through the glass, like uh, as an actor. Uh, like I was just like, that better be some fucking fake ass glass. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think it was. Have you? Did you look at it? It looked so real. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh yeah. No, it, that scene kind of hurt, even though he's yeah. fucking dead. Um, he was dragging the mom and her shirt kept coming off and ugh. i was like that's real glass like that's de- they're deaf she got cut i'm sure ugh. she got cut when they filmed that anyways <laughs> fuck <laughs> fucking fuck so uh yeah kills the mom and then he's like all right let's just let's so what is, how does what does he do to let the do- oh he lets the daughter off to get the pills he cuts the daughter loose to get the so she can show him where the pills are for the mother uh, and yeah. then after he cuts her loose, does he just then just leave her there when he goes to to? Well, she's kissing him and stuff. Yeah, and then he's like, she's like trying to seduce me. She doesn't even realize like, it's not going to help at all. It's, she doesn't realize it's not going to yeah. do anything for me. And then he kind of shakes her off when he gets the medicine to go try and wake the mom back up. Okay, and he leaves her in the kitchen. So that she falls down. It. Uh, maybe it's her. Maybe he was this. He planned it really well, and maybe tying her leg up made her leg go to sleep because it looked like her legs were broken. She was just like, "Why can't you stand for a while?" Like it just took her a while to yeah. get back on her feet. She was like a little baby deer. Yeah. Um, but then she goes and does hides she, in the closet rather than trying to escape. The no, no, no. Did she turn no, the breaker? No, when or something, he, or no, just dark? when he kicked the mom in the wheelchair, she hit the lamp and that like short circuited shit, oh, and the lights okay, went okay. out. 
Because then yeah. he's because then he's looking around for her with the matches, and he's like crawling around looking for her with the matches. Um, and they keep like burning his finger, and he's throwing him down. He's like, "You, hey, you, you!" Just shouting, "You!" Like, "Oh yeah, oh I'm over here. What's up?" Like, yeah, I'm gonna let you Dude, know. Dude, that entire time, yeah. that that's the moment that like, okay, you. I don't know if she knows that her brother and mother are dead. Probably not. And honestly, of course, anyone in that situation would want to save them. But like fucking run to another house yep. <laughs> right away. Like that is the time to do it right there. Get the fuck out of there and run. But no, she like, fucking she hides. She chills. Dude, she, and then no, like, she hides, man. It's like, what are you doing? You got to yeah, go. Yeah, chills. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and, and then, then she of course, gets fucked because that door's locked. Yeah, he, he, she almost got away. Well, yeah, oh yeah, she busts through one of the door. She busts through the door that's not locked, right? And then the other door's locked. Yeah. Fucking yeah, a. Yeah. The, the, what? She makes a noise, and then that starts the whole chase scene. Yeah. Where they eventually get to the uh, the tunnel, and them running down the tunnel it's all crazy the ball is the funniest part of the entire scene where the ball is rolling down the ball just has a mind of its own it <laughs> follows no physics at all it's like behind it's in front it's a, like it it doesn't fucking matter and then there's a scene of just and the dog the also the dog the running around <laughs> the dog just running after the ball i was like oh my god that's hilarious i loved that scene cuz i watched this i watched the tunnel scene like 3 times in a row <laughs> Cause I just had to, <laughs> and that's that scene got me. Ev- like that that clip got me every time of the dog just running after the ball. <laughs> they gotta lighten Good the mood, Lord, dude. Oh my god. Cause he fucking stabs her. <laughs> Cause they try to make it seem like the dog is like running after, um, like to be like, hey, that's I love that person. Don't fuck with them. But like the dog's totally just running after the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did the ball get down there? What the fuck? They got to get that dog down there somehow. Yeah, it was weird. They got a little elevator for Paul F. Tompkins to go down there and just like, not, well, I was going to say kick the ball, but I guess just stare at the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't kick it. Baba? Baba. Ball ball. Baba? Ball ball. Baba. Ball ball. But yeah, and then we get the big old murder scene, which is um, definitely why we get a viewer discretion at the beginning of this film. He, he um, tackles the milkmaid, <laughs> and it's 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 not even the blood because the blood is a little cheesy when it's squirty a and little. stuff like that. It is. It I is, love okay? it. I love it too. It's it straight uh, up looked like somebody jo- was holding it. T- somebody's holding a tube right outside of the shot, and just like every yeah. three seconds, somebody's squeezing a ball, and it just you see the jet stream of blood just shoot out from a, very much not the angle of the victim, like from well oh, yeah. above her. It's but, just it's just shooting off from the side of the, yeah. the screen. <laughs> it doesn't even the matter. Thing. It's just like he's getting covered in blood. He's just yeah. relishing in it. Just yeah, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> him being him being covered in blood and. Her eyes. Her eyes are the most haunting thing of the entire movie. Yeah, they actually look like yeah. holy fucking shit. She did an incredible job. Like it is that's like her face is horrifying. Yes. Yes. And so pale. They they do a good job with like after the dead bodies, after the bodies are dead, after when they are corpses. Mm-hmm. 
they look like corpses. Yeah. Like, holy shit, they look like corpses in this movie. Well, the I'm mom like, already looked like a corpse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got him. <laughs> um, You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> uh, Paul F. Tompkins didn't quite look like a corpse uh, before, though. And his, like, him dead, that was, like, crazy. When he pulls him out of the water, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> The only thing I can say about that is there's there's uh, there's a scene where he's dragging him and his hands are separated, and then when he's dragging him through the glass, his hands are on top of each other, and I was like, ah, continuity. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's alive. There's there's one that part where you see uh, the mother's eyes move when she's already supposed to be dead. I'll, I'll tell you that as yikes, well. Yeah. Yikes. Whoa. Yikes. Watch yourself. Watch this film again. What a piece of shit. Watch yourselves. I guess you heard it here first. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then and then I, I don't know exactly. Uh, that movie just ends with like her her death and her face, and then uh, morning no, so, morning and his pants his pants down. <laughs> yeah. So he just falls asleep on top of her. Uh, well, I get, yeah. I guess he. It doesn't even look like he has sex with her dead body. It looks like he just kind of. Pulls his pants, his pants down and cream, and cream, yeah, and creams on her, and then falls asleep. Uh, <laughs> Maybe falls asleep. Well, I don't know. Well, no, that's, it, that's, I th- it's, that's that's all speculation. <laughs> well, I mean, in in real life, he fell asleep. The killer fell asleep with oh, his victims. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was going off of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of seemed like uh, it makes makes sense. I was just bringing it back to the beginning of the conversation when oh we yes, were discussing how, yeah. whether or not it actually how takes much place time over actually, the course of the yeah. day. Yeah, because it feels like a real time, except in that moment, pretty much. Yeah. I wish there had just been an... Do... <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Now I know that up. time has passed. <laughs> a, morning, a morning paper just hits yeah. him on the Yeah, just, that's how he wakes up. <laughs> hey, mister. <laughs> well, at least we know it's the morning now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be so fucking funny <laughs> so he wakes up and he decides well uh bungled this one a bit but you know what we'll we'll move on we'll move forward we'll make it a better day let's go find some new victims and you know what let's bring the whole crew along with us so yep. <laughs> he decides to bring he decides to bring all the bodies and like yeah like we were saying they he, him dragging them through the house and through the broken glass and everything he <laughs> loads them all up into the back of a uh, a Mercedes Benz, which that is a goddamn commercial for a Mercedes Benz. You can fit three bodies in that goddamn trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so and good. one of them was a hefty boy, you know? Like, that's, yeah. that's a lot of storage space. He did that in <laughs> real life in a Mercedes Benz as well. Yes. And I'm just saying yeah. that, yeah. Uh, that a Mercedes Benz from 1980 to 1983 can fit three bodies three in Three whole bodies. <laughs> Especially limp bodies, that would be so hard. To, yes. Oh my god, god. so fucking hard. I mean, he's you, you see how hard it is for him. Like he's just like, oh, oh, he's not. He's not like hoisting him up. He's just like dragging and just like uh, spider crab legging along, just like little steps, little steps, little steps. Yeah, like even getting <laughs> like a hundred. Even getting like a 120 pound girl in the back of my Hyundai Veloster is pretty hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Alan's revealing too much on this episode. <laughs> JK, LOL, the right? Key, the key is you got to break it up, okay? You got to take them in pieces. <laughs> true, 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 true. But so he, probably why a lot of people dismember. So he, uh, that's exactly why they do it. Um, yeah. I mean, just if we're just talking facts here. Um, so, he, yeah, he decides he's going to bring the whole family along because he's going to present them to his new victims because that'll really scare them. Like, they'll, that's be, what he, they'll be so scared, they'll just be scared to yeah, death. Yeah, they may be scared <laughs> to they'll death. They'll just die of fear. But he's like, and then, then I'll kill them. He's like, they might die of fear, yeah. and then I'll kill them. Like, what? what are you? Oh, wait, right, yeah. you're a maniac. That's right. So he, so he does that, and then you're like, when is he going to wash up? And then he goes and washes up. Takes a and, takes a little fucking and, sink shower. Like, dude, go use yeah. the bathroom, bro. Just go <laughs> use the shower. Just yeah. yeah. You could have just done that because he's like he's he's changing clothes, which is great. I love that he put on the big ass white coat with coattails. Which also on. no, he goes to find clothes, which he he finds in just a big pile. This house is so weird. No furniture, like sparse. Everything's on the ground. There's just a pile of clothes on the ground. There should have been a line. There should have been like uh, a line when the mom and the uh, daughter are getting out of the car. Like something about like, oh man, this house is going to be so great for us. I'm happy we moved. Something (laughs) like that. Like there should have been something. The movers are coming in a week or whatever. Something, some bullshit where it's like, okay, I get it. Huh? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah it didn't make sense it's kind of creepier not knowing though and it's just like a weirdly decorated house yeah no i mean no, no, i mean that that it just added, seems it, it just seems low budget in that aspect but again like, also oh, yeah, you can also you can but fold you can fold that into the whole like it's his mind and everything and it, nothing needs to make sense and it's all just kind of like abstract and weird and it's just like he didn't even see the furniture. the only the only things that are there are like the things that are necessary for him to be there yeah well yeah i'll tell you why it's not decorated at all it's because they needed to fucking be able to swivel that camera around a bunch of times oh yeah <laughs> be a bunch of furniture. yeah yes <laughs> it's a practical reason man yeah. They started off, and the director's like, no, get it all out, out. <laughs> yeah, but you can make up an explanation Empty. for everything and just be like, oh, no, 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 it's for the, it's for, it's, it's all about motif, baby. It's all the motif, baby. Uh, I mean, I'm torn about thinking it's, like, in his head or not, like, the the, the way to interpret it. Like, Jordan doesn't, didn't think that um, it it played that way. Like, it, it wasn't expressionistic of his internal mind. She thought it was more straightforward. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with that yeah. as well. I agree with Jordan in that yeah. aspect. Um, I know what you're saying, and I it's just it's because a- of the ending that throws me though, because I would 100% yeah. be like, This is it, it takes place over the course of a night, a day and well, a night. And but he goes back to that place, and the guy's reading the same fucking newspaper, and the girl's wearing just, the same yeah, clothes. It, it's like. Did that just I take place that, over like it, two hours? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it I, seemed like it, the girls didn't bring other clothes and they just wanted to pay them their day rate and that's it. Like uh-huh. that's all that happened because it was just a movie in 1983 and that's all. Well, like, yeah, I'm sure, but the new it, it just throws <laughs> you off a little bit because it's like this like you, he yeah. comes back to the setting of where he was two hours ago, an hour and a half ago. I totally time. understand what you're saying. I and, and like it. It also plays into many other aspects of the film, so I totally know how you got there. And it's yeah. it's it's valid. It's pretty fucking valid. But I guess at the end of the day, we just all got to remind ourselves this is a low-budget movie, and uh, it's probably not an artistic choice. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just a funny thing. I was just like, yeah, that's uh, silly. 
Yeah. yeah. That's silly that you're wearing the same shit. Um, so he goes to take, uh, he leaves in the Mercedes and goes back to the same, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he puts on, he gets new clothes, and then he puts his same goddamn shirt back on. He gets new pants and shit, and then he puts the same completely blood-soaked shirt. No, 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 no. I know. I thought the same thing. He doesn't, though. He doesn't. It's not the same shirt. I thought the same thing. I rewinded it. It's a different shirt. It's like, it looks like it has blood on it. It it's really looks like shirt. it has blood on it. In the it, diner, it, it looks like, like a bloodstained shirt. It's a pattern down the middle of the shirt that looks like it's like red, like soaked in blood. But it's a different shirt. That's I, it's fucking weird. That's so it's ridiculous. It's very weird. It's a different shirt. It's a different shirt. What the I don't fuck? Know. I, I, I got it. Is. I got it's a, a different shirt. No, different yeah, shirt. no, no, no. I, no, I, it's just like, I, yeah, what the fuck? I, it, why? Because why I was like, why that? is he putting that shirt back on? And but, I rewound. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like, why would they make that choice? Why would they put that shirt on him? Make him have him pick a different that shirt. shirt. That shirt was just in the pile, and he probably just improv and grabbed that shirt. And they're like, yeah, yeah that's the scene. <laughs> well, you kind of grabbed a shirt that looks like the other shirt that's also covered in blood. So, yeah, it is strange. It's strange. Wait. Weird. Weird. No, he, he 100% it's a bloodstained shirt because it's got the... I'm looking at it right now. It's the bloodstained shirt. Because it's got... Because there's blood, like, splattered on the back of it. Like, back... Like, here, too, and shit. And I, sw- I swear it was a pattern. I'm, Weird. Dude, it I'm, looked like it was, like... I'm looking definite. at it. I'm looking at it right now. All right, what well, what was yeah. the bloodstained shirt he was wearing before he takes his shirt off? That's how we determine this. Is it a? Because I thought because the shirt that he puts on has like a pattern on it, and I'm pretty sure the shirt that he initially was wearing was just some fucking shitty like normal like white shirt or whatever. No, he was, he was wearing a, when he got a blue shirt, wasn't it? No, it's it the same. It's the exact same shirt. He puts the exact same shirt oh. on. All right, well, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it's just like, what He's the a fuck? fucking idiot. Yeah, and then puts a white fucking tux with tails coat on over it. Yeah. Uh, tails coat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hops back in the yeah, Mercedes. Like fucking Bugs, Bugs Bunny, and then immediately crashes into another car. Like, god damn it. Yeah, with, children, with little children in raincoats all around, like, surrounding the car. Being like, hey, mister, yeah, open up. Weird. Come on, what's going on? <laughs> that's so weird such a weird part but like it like it's such an anxious scene it just plays into his anxiety he's like ah! yeah like an old lady tries to start opening his door and he's like ah, ah, ah. and meanwhile the dog's just sitting in the in the passenger seat like looking at him um and he ca- crashes the car three more times like trying to get out of there finally makes it to the uh love, to the diner I love that dog I want I want bonus features with the dog's like inner monologue. <laughs> How are you gonna get out of this one, the, bud? The dog just rooting through the like uh, rooting through the groceries while he's bathing his owner's blood off of him in the oh, sink. Yeah, right. Yeah, that dog don't give a fuck about those people. Yeah. No, he really fucking doesn't. I, I think he likes yeah. that killer more than he liked the people. He's more active, you know. He likes to play. Um... <laughs> He's so, spry. So yeah. uh, again, again, he's a he's a huge he's a an idiot. He crashes his car immediately, just goes to the same fucking coffee shop he's already been with a car that's not his. Yeah, that's super identifiable. After getting after like, getting into a car accident, he's, he's got <laughs> yeah, he's got like, he's still got blood all over his hands and shit. So he like puts on some puts on some little driving gloves, 
Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a, and eats a the, sausage with the gloves on. Yeah, the, that's well, a weird the, detail that's from important. real life. Yeah, because uh, that's that's how he actually got caught. People were like, "What the fuck?" When they noticed him in real life, the uh, the mother wrote him a check for like twenty thousand dollars or something because she thought it was a robbery. Um, and then he just took that and cashed it and went on a shopping spree in in real life, not in the movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then went and ate like a, a really. Uh, auspicious meal and uh, and was throwing around a bunch of money and people were like what the fuck and they noticed him like eating a full meal with gloves on and they were like this is really weird and then they called the police and they were like the there are three bodies in the trunk <laughs> yep Which that's is- literally how he got caught was wearing the fucking gloves yeah. while eating a meal damn <laughs> Damn, they should they should remake the movie with Nicolas Cage because that's just what everyone in Hollywood wants to do now. Yeah, and also what we all want. And then like show the shopping spree, just Nicolas oh, Cage. Oh God, going I really fucking shopping spree. I wanted to be and like vacations Las Vegas, all him, like, putting all the liquor bottles in his cart. <laughs> it's got to be montage. It's got to be super montage. Vacation, you know? all yeah, I ever wanted. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, the real guy actually looks like a young Jack Nicholson, too. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I should look kinda. him up. I, I didn't even... Yeah, I, kinda. Yeah, I, I did not delve in very very far. Um, but yeah, uh, so his face, also in the diner, like the second time around, so dirty and nasty and like Ugh. disgusting and s- even scarier than his just normal face. Which um, is scary. And, yeah, and he's just immediately... Again, he's just like... Oh, it's on like me and these girls. <laughs> like, and again, as like, soon as oh as soon as he God. gets in there, he just walks up to the counter. You don't see him say anything. And they just bring him a sausage and some mustard, and a Kaiser roll yeah. this time. <laughs> and then so he goes he goes outside um, to his car, and the cops show up, and he's feeding and the and he's the feeding the dog some sausage. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they ask for his registration and. And eventually they're like, okay, we're going to open up this trunk. And he's just like, oh, now everyone will fear me. (laughs) I am famous. I was just like, oh, my God. That's the that's the like huge moment where you're like this guy. Holy fucking (laughs) shit. He's lost his marbles. Like never had him. them along. Never had him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Never had him. No marbles to begin with. That's. And it and the movie ends in a bookend as well with the quotes on like uh, sadism and like the liability, mm-hmm. like. Except this time they're just great. like maybe we don't let him out. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! Well, he Lou, was out for Lou's twelve hours. Bookends too. Yes, Luce yeah, has a it does a nice little one. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's angst. Closing closing remarks. Anyone? <laughs> I think this is a uh, a really good movie uh, or an, an example of why we should always have a plan. Yeah. If you're going to get out of prison and uh, decide to murder again, actually have a plan. Don't just say you have a plan to the camera. You got like to write is... some shit down. <laughs> um, the end of this movie, you could literally have like the Arrested Development guy who's missing an arm come out and just his arm pull off and just be like... <laughs> And that's, that's why fun. you always have a plan. <laughs> that's great. I love that. It's just the dog. It's just the dachshund in the car saying it to yeah. the camera. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about the end of this movie. And the dachshund t- turns, like, and it's, it's Morgan Freeman's voice. 
<laughs> and that's why you always have a plan. I wish I could do Morgan Freeman's voice. Oh my god, that would, that god yeah, damn it. Yeah, don't we all? Don't we all? Do me Morgan Freeman's voice. Oh, I bet Morgan you didn't Freeman. think I sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, that's angst. Good time. Um, yeah. oh, so this, this movie is cited by Gaspar Noe as a major influence over his style, as well as Robert Eggers. So Eggers, little Dude. little trivia. I loved it. Does this? Does the director of this film have many other films, or is it like kind of like a, a three or four kind of thing? Or he has this film. This film and this film alone. It, it looks like he re- he did three other films, but the all before this and uh, um <laughs> yeah, he did a short film called Tango and Cash, <laughs> and then he went on to make educational films and documentaries. Oh, about murder. Oh yeah, for TV. Well, hey, that that plays in. Yeah, that that's pretty. Spot on right just, there. Just became an educator filmmaker. Yeah. That's Holy cool. Shit. I mean, I feel like if you knock, if you made this movie, you don't necessarily need to make another movie. You prove that you can do it. No, you, you win just, the bet. No, you just sell your little swivel cam thingy and uh, retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patent that shit. Put a patent on that, daddy. <laughs> Jordan pointed out when we were watching this, especially you can see it in the first shot the very first shot that there's like a pad underneath his jacket that looks like part of the mount system. Like he's wearing like a harness. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, really? I didn't see it. That's and then awesome. Jordan pointed out that they've clothed him in really baggy clothes with a really baggy uh, coat. Yeah. And they probably did that because when they mount it to him, they can use the coat to cover the rig. And so they yeah. needed a big coat. So they're just like, let's just put him in a big coat the whole movie. But also totally fine because it it, it looks totally great. plays yeah. it plays into like being released from prison. Well, yeah, I mean, well. he even, he even mentions he's like, I feel so awkward when he first goes in. He's like, I feel so awkward being uh, in these clothes, and you're like, oh well. It's also like an older movie, so you don't even really notice that his clothes are awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, these clothes are ten years old, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, time has passed. It doesn't look ten years old. It looks of the age. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't be born for 20 more years. I don't know. (laughs) We were born nine years after this movie. I was. I don't know about you guys. Dan was was born. I I was thinking of 10 years before that. These clothes are 10 years old. (laughs) These clothes are 10 years old. Um, All right. Well, hell yeah. That's angst. Uh, That's angst, baby. We're going to talk about Luz now. Luz, 2019. Next film. Get, let's go. Let's get amazing. Let's get loose on our Euro let's, horror journey. <laughs> let's get loose. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Shot on 16 millimeter. I didn't know if it was an after effect or not when I was watching it, but it definitely seems like some things they added. But uh, a couple of things. Fantastic. Um, I've, it seemed like yeah. It it seemed like it was either shot on film or they were just like way too heavy-handed on the fucking, like, dust and grain. It seemed like they were like, yeah. check the gate. And by check the gate, I mean sprinkle some dust in there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it was good grain. It really was. It, like, it it felt right. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It felt like a Jalo film, like, super so hardcore. Fucking, yeah. yeah. So hardcore. 
I um, dug it, but I was just like, is this authentic? They took their time. <laughs> they took their time changing lenses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys notice uh, the dolly zoom at the beginning? Not the first shot, but when Luz is waiting in the uh, detective's office and they come out and she says the um, the incantation the, the first time we hear it, you know? Oh, the... Uh, the dolly zoom. Um, it's like I, a really slow push in. So, yeah, they so are the, the, yeah. the push in that I did notice um, was when they're initially um, going to interview with Dr. Rossini as like a possessed person already. That push in was like so slow and defined. But I, I know what you're talking about, like down the hallway. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, yeah. I watching it back, I noticed it the first time, but watching back the second time. I am pretty sure what it is is like a super slow dolly zoom because the background, like the very far end of the hallway, is the image is compressing as it gets closer. And the only way to do that is the dolly zoom. So, but I, it, it just is like going so slow, which is awesome. I think it looks Dude, cool. There's a there's a lot of really slow moving parts to this movie which are gorgeous. Like it's fucking. I think it's beautiful. Film. The, they it's are, really but nice I to watch. the my first pass. I watched it last night after eating like two venison burgers uh, with Ben, and <laughs> yeah, it was a little too slow at times. Uh, I rewatched it today, though. I did rewatch it today, so I, I actually saw the whole thing. I just like it was like those little micro naps. I just I took a took a couple of those little, the little thirty <laughs> seconds great. where I like woke up and I was just like, oh, okay, nope, same thing, same, same thing, shot, same, same, same shot, shot, same shot. We're okay. For a movie that has a 70-minute runtime, that first shot is, like, arduously long. <laughs> Dude, for a minute... For like a movie a that has a, the movie. For a movie that has a 70-minute runtime, it's a movie that feels like it has a fucking, like, hour and 50-minute runtime. Yeah. <laughs> feels like... Well, also, there's so many, there's so many reoccurring uh, quotes and, like, stuff like that that'll, like, come back and back. And I wrote down... I wrote down most of the parts where, where you'll, you'll see the uh, Our Father... Why art thou such, such a dick? dick. Yeah. Like that, that whole, that whole line. Which also, ah, oh, um, questions. Just so many questions. Yeah. This whole movie yeah. is so, question um, master. Okay. Uh, loses a young cab, cab driver fleeing from the grasp of a possessed woman whose confession could endanger the lives of everyone who crosses her path. Yes. I like that. Good way to describe it. Hey, well, thanks, internet. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Whoever wrote that. You nailed it. Great job. Okay, so. Uh, I think it's an all right synopsis. I think it's yeah. very short. No, it's very, yeah. very There's short. There's another synopsis. I can't remember what I read it on. I think it's IMDb synopsis is like, I, I it like answered some questions for me. Like, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, I, why, don't, why don't we all go and say what we think the movie was? That's probably a okay, way better that, podcast. That sounds great. <laughs> let's, t- let's read synopsises. Yeah. <laughs> Synopsisi? Synopsi. Synopsis. <laughs> Did you guys notice the uh, cameo? That cameo? Cameo, baby. Cameo. Uh, no. No, I didn't. There wasn't one. I was just wanted to say cameo. <laughs> okay. It's like they're all, they're all just German people who've never acted before. I just wanted to say right. cameo. All right. Well. Cameo. Um, I, I will start, I, I suppose, by this is initial. This is pretty much 
just a film about a demon uh, becoming coming in contact with Luz uh, and like becoming infatuated with her in some way or another. And it's, it's really like at its core, a love story. Um, it's a pretty fucked up evil love story. It's, it's a, some sort of love if you could even call it love, but it's pretty much this demon's quest to get back into Luz's life and kiss and embody her and become a part of her again. It's pretty much the the film. That, I think become a part of her for the first time. Yeah, I think I think so as okay. well. Um, I didn't. Okay. I didn't necessarily think the. Uh, I I thought very much the same thing though, but just not. I didn't necessarily yeah get the the love story angle. I thought it was just like, Luz was who called her forth, and like Luz also has. They talk about you know Luz with she makes people smell the fish and she just convinces people like there's something about yeah. her. There's something extra there's, there's about. There's some her. sort of infatuation though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So when I rewatched it last night, I think what what's happening, a lot of it's revealed in um, the dialogue between Nora when she's possessed and the psychiatrist before he's possessed. And I think yes. that Luz is a medium or has like the capability of being a medium. Yeah, she got and the shiny. She was and when she was in exactly and when she was in school, she convinced one of the girls there that she was pregnant to, and that she needed uh, Luz to do some kind of spell to help her not be pregnant, which was all a ruse for Luz to try out something that she had been, I think, wanting to do, like like summoning, summoning yes. this creature. This yeah, because that, that spell is to... just called the stairs. It, it, well, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the reason Luz wanted to do that was because this entity from whatever you know other dimension that it lives in was reaching out to her and trying to connect with her because she had a sensitivity to to that kind of thing for being a medium and all that the and shame. then when yes and when it came into when it possess when she calls it forth and it possesses the girl that she goes to school with in that circle of salt or whatever which she's which the demon is saying um or like when it's describing all of this that the the methods that it gets summoned with it, are different and you know and like they always like look a little different or whatever it's like they didn't have to be a circle of salt it's all the ritual associated with it was unnecessary it's based off of whatever movies you've seen yeah exactly and then uh it comes forth and the first thing it hears Luz says is the our father why art thou such a dick thing and when it hears her say that it falls let's, in let's love say with her the, let's say the whole thing let's say the whole thing well, do you have you, it written down no i, I have it written down all right okay so the entire quote uh which is the lord's prayer just like in a super blasphemous way which is pretty much like the calling card so it's pretty much just like a blasphemous way of saying the lord's prayer which is kind of a vehicle or like a conjure like a conjuring of like the spirits they can be used in a lot of different ways i guess we'll get into that but the line is our father why art thou such a dick you see a girl and reveal your true self thy kingdom stinks thy will be done in the crotch of an old grandpa let us today go fuck the son of mary you just called forth a demon man yeah you're gonna kill us all but here's the and thing, I'm, and I'm alone too. So sometimes it seems like she likes it. Sometimes it seems like she doesn't. You know, sometimes she's doing the the Our Father, and she's like, "No," and then other times, well, 
Well, so yeah, we'll get into that. Okay, That's, that, okay. that is definitely one of my big questions yeah. as well. Yeah. So, well, back to where I was talking about what I, how I read the movie, anyways. Um, I think that after she calls forth the demon and she says that he hears it and then falls in love with her because he lo- loves that like baby. Series of you words. don't know how wet that oh. got me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then I think the the convent that she lived with or the school, the monastery that she lived in or whatever the, the school she was the, at the Catholic school, school in Chile. Oh, yeah. I love that um, line. I love that line in the bar where she, uh, he was like, you were at a Catholic school. And she's like, yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah. Like Catholic school girls. <laughs> that's my, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite kind. Yeah. Uh, I love that line. I think that the nuns or whatever figured out what happened. They kill that fucking girl and try to banish the demon. But now the demon has attached itself to lose and then when she runs into her old friend nora in the cab which we find out all this obviously later on um and then she repeats that that series of words it calls forth the demon now because he's attached himself to the phrase and then he possesses her friend and then the rest of the movie is him trying to to get with lose essentially so that's how i read it so I don't know. It's weird. Uh, My, my biggest question really is like about Nora. Nora is the weirdest part of the film. Like it's like, when, when does she become possessed? Is like, that was my question. Is it before? Yes, exactly. I was like, is she, was she before she gets, I'm sorry. No, dude, it's go, 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 Dan, go. No, I was just like, I was like, it's almost like, is she like the the form that the demon was just drawn out? Like that's like, did it take that form? And then, cause I, cause I was also confused. Like it possessed that girl, and then like, yeah, how did it go from that girl to Nora? I didn't think it was like when Nora got in the cab. I thought Nora already had it, and that's why Nora was really coming, and she was just kind of yeah. like making shit up. Yeah, cause Nora Nora almost seems like she has already had it, and then uh, Luce becomes suspicious of her. Do you remember? Yeah. In the cab when she's in the cab scene where where Luce is like talking like, "Oh, you look a little rough. Like, what's uh, what's what's going on? Long flight?" And she's like, "No, like I look rough." And she's like nervous. Nora's nervous as well. Well, also Nora, like, yeah, Nora so like excited. asks her a question and then just like completely rebuffs her, and then like it kind of does a, a little bit of a, a a gaslighting thing where she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, it's kind of dangerous. Uh, Luce is like, yeah, it's kind of dangerous because Nora asks her, oh, is cab driving dangerous? And then Nora just launches into a thing about like the crazy guy on the plane, and Luce is like, yeah, it's it's dangerous, and she's like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, you asked me a question. Yeah. And it's like she's already fucking playing with her. You know, it's just like So that's 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 my initial question is when exactly is the time that Nora gets the possession? Because that's that's the that's really the only part that I'm like super confused about so, so far me too. in this movie. Me too. I need to rewatch it now that you bring this up because I didn't initially think uh, I thought that she got possessed after Luz says the our father um phrase and then um they uh the girl's like please don't say that please don't do it i can't believe you're gonna to do this and she starts crying or whatever and then they get into a car accident and right they they well, or see, she speeds yes. up yeah yeah well well, well no in the flashbacks in the flashbacks i think what they are revealing is that you know because she says in the bar my girlfriend jumped out of a cab and that's what that's why Luz has the scratches on her in the police station. And everything is because yeah. she 
I think that Nora was already possessed, and like Luce said that phrase as a like a, I know what's up. I know I'm I, I'm onto you. Like I know that's you. Um, to yeah. you know, as showing her hand, and then the demon uh like started like fucking with her a, a little bit. Takes and over. Th- yeah. Well, I think she was just fucking with her, and then Luce was just like jumped out of the car to get r- away from the demon. And then the demon found another way to get into Luce, which was the psychiatrist who was going to go and talk to her. Okay. Yes. So then I, I would say, I have to rewatch it, but then I'm starting to think now that Nora got gets possessed by the guy on the plane. Oh, possibly. that's oh, it. Yep, yeah. that's it. And, oh, and that's good. I, I feel like the demon has probably given her back control briefly. To try and interact with Nora so she doesn't, not to raise suspicions. Well, I think the demon she, can you, tap into their mind and shit. That's pure speculation. Well, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but then the, um, but then she says the Our Father thing and then he's like, fuck it. I'm going to try and get in her and kiss her or whatever. But also, and you be keep saying, and she jumps out of the cab. You keep saying him, but th- this demon's so, not, uh, this demon's not a him. This demon is Nora. Like, I feel like. Nora is a high embodiment of this demon, like, because, uh, like, she, well, it later takes, the it psychiatrist the... puts back on Nora's clothes. Well, and, and then it, it turns into the girl uh, from the monastery for a while, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I, I would disagree. I would, do, I would disagree with that statement because it seems like he is almost going through the reenactments because of the hypnotism that he has put loose under, underneath. I almost read it as, um, like, the demon doesn't have a gender. It's yeah. Like okay. Well, yeah. yes, that's female. what I'm going yeah. closer yes. to. I'm just saying, let's. Yeah. It's 2020, guys. This demon I, doesn't need to be a hint. Can I also <laughs> say um, we got to be woke? All right. The yeah. the quote that is reoccurring that makes Luz jump out of the taxi, not makes, but it's the it's the thing that the catalyst. Right yeah. The, the is um, it's her catchphrase. I I I don't know. I don't know when. Uh, or like I don't know where. Nora is asking to go. She says, I don't want to go to the hospital. I want to go somewhere else. It, and that's, she wants to that's go when... into, she wants to go into loose, I think is what she's saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought, but I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. And then that's, that's, that's when Luz is like, is this how you want to live your life? Is this seriously what you want? Which is a phrase that keeps on coming back. And that's when loose jumps out and rolls out of the taxi. I like that. And yeah. so she's saying that to the demon, basically being like, is this really how you want to live your life? Chasing me. So she must be on the run from this thing for a while. I suppose so. It's very yeah. strange. Like, Luce is a fucking badass bitch. <laughs> yeah. God with her damn. with her fucking backwards baseball cap, oh, 90s yeah. looking ass. Yeah. And she looks yeah. awesome. Teach she's, me baseball. She's awesome. Can we talk, can we talk about um, the initial... Um, can we talk about when Nora is introduced in the bar scene? Can yeah. we talk about yes. that scene? Okay. So Love that bar. Weird ass bar. So <laughs> so weird. The uh the first shot is three and a half minutes of her going to a vending machine before screaming yeah. at the the guy at the reception desk <laughs> at the police station, which is uh I, I enjoyed, but the first time I watched it, I was watching with Jordan, and it was like a movie we put on after another a movie we watched. Um and uh, we we were like, oh, it's only seventy minutes. This will be fast. And then that shot plays out and keeps playing out and keeps playing yeah. out. And we were like, yeah. this, this is going to be most of the movie by the time they cut. Like, there's not much more left. <laughs> yeah, but obviously well, there's a lot says, more left. She says that line at the very beginning of the movie when she's shuffling across the floor. So 
uh, slowly, which uh, I don't, which is very weird as well. Very she's like she's weird. in shock. And that's that. That's when she says, "As well, is this how you want to live your life? Is this seriously what you want?" And she's she yells it twice to the guy on the phone. And the guy's like, "Huh?" Like, <laughs> like yeah, what? Um, and then the opening titles, the loose, like with the red and like the flashing and like all of the like, it's like got like this weird like hand drawn grain to it. It's so nice. I love it. It the opening title is gorgeous. I, I like it a but, lot. <laughs> yeah, but then it it goes to the bar scene. Uh, where you meet the Walton Goggins looking ass character, Mr. Rosini, the psychotherapist. So you first hear, are you a doctor? And you don't see Nora at all, which I thought uh, second time watching it. It's, I, I thought it was so perfect. You don't see Nora's character at all. You just hear, are you a doctor? Okay. And then he looks around and, and then it closes up on lips and the lips aren't moving at all. And it's like, are you a doctor? And there's no lips moving. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it's so good. She's fucking possessed as shit. <laughs> and, like, she's got power over it. It's so awesome. I really liked that. Dude, um, fucking he's, making he's, potions with those drinks and shit. I know. I want to know Dude. what the fuck that was. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wanted, I wanted it so bad. He pours that shot into his little blue drink, and it turns that like, really nice shade of purple. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It turns the fucking <laughs> color out of space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 they could remake this movie with Nicolas Cage too, and it would probably be pretty entertaining. <laughs> they could just remake yeah, every so like movie. She, the, <laughs> with demon every... Must, the demon already must have a hunch. Like there must be some reason that uh, he, she, they is whiz <laughs> is going after uh, this psychotherapist. But he, they eventually get to the to the fact that he is a psychotherapist. And then she's just like drinking and pouring cocaine into her drinks and shit. And like their titties are out and she's just seducing the shit out of him. She looked like she was a fun time. Yeah. You get all this conversation about like her friend who threw herself out of a taxi. Like she needs help. She should go to a hospital. Like, no, you can help her. You're going to want to hear this. And she's just getting like progressively more aggressive. Um, as she yeah. goes, I just love that at one point, like he asks, I don't even remember what question he asked. He's just like, she's just like, could you stop interrupting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's when, it's when, uh, she, he says, um, I don't speak Spanish. He says, I don't speak oh, Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is great. Cause it comes up later. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. How long, the best line. How long the have you known Spanish when it comes out later? How long have you known since it was invented? So yeah. Good. Since it oh. oh my God. God. I didn't. I didn't notice uh, him say that the first time around. Yeah. So when I rewatched that bar scene, and he was like, "I don't speak Spanish." I was like, "Oh, Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish." <laughs> you ate the whole wheel of cheese. Not even mad, dude. The rest of the podcast so like, uh, is just anger man quotes. Her, <laughs> so we Nora, derailed. Nora talking about the like the throwing up and the rash and the disease like spreading throughout the school like from loose like is that like is that from the ritual or is that before no, that's before i think that's like before right yeah that's that, the backstory i, I thought yeah. that's all what happens yeah. that's how he gets i think loose intru- is- or the demon it gets introduced to lose and where he where the demon falls in love with lose is when is, is when she well, hears think- her say the your our father why art thou such a dick right before that though like with the she talks about like 
she says that she smells fish and then the other people smell f- all the, yeah. the other people start smelling fish. It's something that's, about her having the, I thought that was something about her having the shining and like her having like a little bit of extra. Yes. Extra that's before, it says she's that's before the demon yeah. was ever, that's before yeah. the demon was yeah, ever exactly. introduced. And no, I, and I thought that that was just kind of tied into her then getting more involved in like occult shit. And then it comes up to yes. summoning the demon. Uh, to for yeah, an abortion, okay. like it's you like, don't it's need like a demon. For... Like, well, I think it's the like abortion her spreading demonic group thought. The the abortion was a, a guise. It wasn't true. She convinced the girl that she was pregnant. Oh yeah, to yeah. Get, get her to oh, go know, along yeah. with the ritual. But that wasn't what. Also, she was... also during that bar scene, the sound design during the whole movie, it's fantastic. But holy fucking shit, the sound design, dude, in this movie. Oh my god, it's so, so incredible. Good. The music, dude, it sounds like Hundred Waters is like playing in the background and there's like whispers all the time and like planes and you're like, "What the fuck?" It's and like all of that while a conversation is happening. It's it's really fucking nice. When they get in like the fog, it. it's real gets real crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> dude, okay, so when the Walton Goggins character like spills his beer, is that improv like was that meant to happen you know and he's like oh he like fucks up like i'd imagine it was probably on accident and they just kept it in it's one of those happy accident moments probably dude it was it was such a happy accident because like i can see it being both i really can't but it like man it was weird he's a great actor yeah and this is the only credit he has i'm like i want to see that guy more stuff when he gets seduced by nora and they go into the bathroom and he just starts fucking convulsing it's awesome when they're doing the handshake it's like a trump handshake like she just won't let go yeah no it looked like she was like (laughs) it looked like she was jacking him off because also she's at the first lot she says give me your and doesn't say hand at first she's just like give me your and they're in a bathroom stall and she's been they've been drinking she's been seducing them and you know she really wants it obviously um that's that's definitely what he's going for as well he's like He's not a good person. He's not like, going for anything at that point. That dude's like absinthe <laughs> out. Like he's not going for anything. He's just like going with whatever. He's like, what are we doing? Yeah. And she's like, I can help you. Like you need to help me. And like, so then that whole like handshake and gets super intense. And he like, Starts shaking and there's like saxophone comes in like when they start to kiss and the light coming out of her mouth. Oh my God, it's a beautiful scene. (laughs) Dude, it's so good. I don't know if you guys noticed when, so she drops to the ground, he checks his pulse for a second, which takes forever. It's like, he like fully took them, counted the minute down for the pulse. Yeah. 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 It's very realistic. And then it shows, so he takes the clothes from Nora, and then it shows on the wall, it says Vanderkirk. Did you see that? No. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice. It's, it's written, it says Vanderkirk, which is, Nora's. I don't know, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a weird translation. Her last name is Vanderkirk. Oh. Um, in the movie. And I was like, why? I, I, I still don't know why it says that on the bathroom wall, necessarily. Um, I don't know. I did notice that was it, weird. I I forgot I, it was there. I noticed there, that. So there there was a lot of different spellings of it, but I don't know if that was just because of the translation. Because literally the next scene, it cuts to the like kind of interrogation interview room, 
and it's uh, uh, it's the cop, the policewoman, and she's writing down Nora Vandercourt. She's writing yeah. down the name. So it's Vanderkirk, Vandercourt, and Vander uh, Kurt. And I'm like, why? What is happening? Like, it might be like a translation. Well. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's a translation, but they wrote it two different ways. It was yeah. written on but the wall. You don't translate Vanderkirk. a name. It is weird. It is super you don't weird. Translate or like, a I don't name. know what it means. I don't know what it means at all. I mean, it, it could just be like a like misprint. Like someone yeah. in there obviously spelled yeah. it wrong, so they didn't know. Yeah, that's 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 what I mean by translation. Like just like because you're reading a subtitle that says yeah, okay, Vanderkirk. okay, yeah, you know, but. But it still is written down. Vandercourt, when she writes it down, it says Nora Vandercourt, Vandercourt. And then when it's written on the bathroom wall, it says Vanderkirk. And I'm like, wow, that's so weird. I maybe don't Van- get that at all. Maybe Vanderkirk's just a very popular brand of bathroom tile. There's no, 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 no. It's like graffiti. It's <laughs> no, like no, 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 no. Bath- also, I saw, did you see it's on the, the bathroom, uh, bathroom door? The bathroom door had like Chinese symbols on it. Yeah, they like, make those Chinese. too. I... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was uh, prominently Asian, <laughs> and not German. That was another thing. I don't think it's important, but I was like, why is that like that? I feel like a lot of it too might be um, just uh, circumstances of uh, where they're shooting and stuff, because. The bar looks like it was probably a real place. Um, and the bathroom, Dude, I imagine, would probably bar. be a real place. I mean, I could be wrong, but it felt like a lot of the movie was shot in real interiors. Um, they don't think they built, I don't think they had a budget to build it on a soundstage. I mean, it is no, like a student film, there's, essentially. There's like, there's like, what, three, two locations in this movie? It's the bar, like, the bathroom, and then the interrogation room, and the police like lobby. It's four. The bar, the bathroom, the Catholic school. Yeah. Okay. There's five. The Catholic school, the interrogation room, like the conference room, essentially, and it's, the police lobby. They did a lot with it. It's, uh, it's yeah. really nice. Well, the interrogation room was like multiple locations. Like once they. Well, it served well, as yeah, multiple yeah, locations. Yeah. yeah. They that just used that whole gorgeous. space. Yeah. So that's that's the scene we're on now. Okay. Like. That push in where he's just staring at Luz, just like possessed as shit. The fucking music. Staring while while the sound guy's just setting up. Oh my God. It's fucking awesome. And he's just like, uh, Mr. Rosini, can you hear me? Dr. Rosini, can you hear me? Dude, that took Dr. Rosini. That was just Yes. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. I I love the music that they play during that scene. Yeah, it really yeah, it made it made the hair on my arm stand up. I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's really nice. So so then he he asks uh, uh, Luce like which hand she uses predominantly just just because I guess of his like uh, uh, um, therapist mind like his hypnotism. So it doesn't matter which hand he uses because he says focus on the lines in your hand, and then he like makes her pretty much his his tool and um he's like you're relaxed and then he repeats the the lord's prayer like the the fucked up lord's prayer to her and it goes dark 
like, and I'm like, I, I don't know the significance of it every time, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, it is interesting. A lot of questions around the Lord's prayer thing. Like she said loose or sorry, Nora, the demon says it that not Nora, but the psychiatrist now demon says it there. But then again, why is she screaming about it? Why is Nora screaming about her? Loose saying it later. Yeah. Oh, so, um, okay. So uh, let's, let's, we'll get to that. We'll get to the cab scene. Okay. Cause that's exactly where we're going. Um, so pretty much, uh, you know where we're going. He's got her under, under a spell and he's like, just imagine you're a blind person in your cab. What do you hear? And that puts her in it with the like rear view mirror setup as well. Like, dude, it's, fucking it's great. like, improv city like it's so beautiful and perfect and like she does such a good job lighting a cigarette and like everything there's one point where like she literally just has cigarettes and like she's packing the bags of nora like into the car but there's no car like it's really cool scene they do a really good job of blending the like what's in her head with what the actual environment is Excellent oh, space yeah. work. Very good space work. Okay, is really? you're, gonna get, you're, you're gonna get an A at uh, A in uh, improv. This uh, this semester, <laughs> it's so it's so cool. Space work. And that's that's when she meets Nora, picks her up, and it almost seems like it's it's it, it seems like it's a mistake, and it's not at the same time. Like like Nora was nervous about it. She was waiting for it. She almost, she even says it in the bar to Doctor Rosini. She says that, like, as the demon, uh, that she was nervous because she didn't le- look as well as she should have. But, like, dude, I really think you're onto something with that with that altercation with the guy in the airport. Like, yeah. I think that's no, it. After seeing, after seeing the psychiatrist and Nora in the bathroom, that's that must be what it is. Because she was said that the guy was, like, convulsing and stuff, too. What Didn't she? Yeah, I think so. It's... But... I, so I thought I initially thought that she gets possessed in in the car with Luz, but it makes more sense that she gets possessed on the way to Germany, and then yes. um, and then seeks out Luz, and then when Luz says that uh, our father stuff, um, it just reveals itself at that point. The only question I have then is why Nora reacts the way she does when she starts to say the the, the bastardization of the Lord's Prayer. You mean later on? Yeah, like on? she doesn't. Sh- yeah, she in, the, no, well, in the taxi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she doesn't act like she's happy to hear it. She acts like, like, what are you she's doing? She's scared. Like it's, yeah, she's well, scared of okay. it. Okay, yeah, but, she's... but that also proves like the power of loose almost. Like, it, I don't know. There's there's something to it that loose loose has a lot of power. And, like knows she does. Well, the first time Nora before Nora's like revealed as the demon and everything before in the original cab ride, not in the flashback cab ride. Um, when Nora is like, what are you doing saying that? I think that's because she still doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to reveal that she is the demon yet. Um, but yes. Luce is already on to it. And that's why she's like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? What? Why are you saying that? That's so silly. What are you doing? With the, I don't, I've never yeah. heard that before. Um, but then in the flashback, when she's like, when the Nora is standing next to the psychiatrist, She's like screaming, like "What? Don't say it!" Yeah, true. Yeah, Th- that's that's my big question: is like, why is she like? Because 
it, I understand why she's like, no, hey, what are you talking about? Because the first time she says don't say it, she's like, what are you talking about? But the second time she's saying don't say it, she's like screaming like it's hurting her. It's like it's like banishing or something. Like it's some sort of – it drew her in, it and is. it's also somehow but able I, to push her away or I don't know. You know what I it might know. be? It might be, it might be that the demon is just reacting to like – it knowing that it has been revealed, like it can yeah. tell that Luce knows and that, that it is it is the entity that has been following her because Luce starts accelerating as she's saying it, and the demon, like the necklace, when the necklace starts like choking her and stuff, it's like, like the, the momentum. The demon, well, I mean that's that's the always demon a thi- goes for the necklace. That's the thing well. about having power over de- like that's been a thing in in mythology and everything is like knowing a demon's name like gives you power over it and whatnot and like guess guess yes. knowing the demon knowing more about it and it's i guess as she becomes more confident in her fight against it and she's now using this phrase combatively rather than like to summon it maybe <laughs> maybe very possibly maybe could be yeah it's one of those questions that i probably need to watch it again and try and uh, think about the question while I'm watching it, but I'm betting that there may not be an answer. That it may be there to be intentionally. Uh, I I I think there is. Like from what I've read, it seems like the director has an exact like. Um, he definitely has answers to okay. all the questions, and he it's like a puzzle that you got to figure. It's a weird avant-garde fucking weird ass puzzle that you got to figure out. And I, I think we're really close. Like I, from my notes it, you know, like right before that they start talking about the poison and Margarita's uh, death and like, who is Margarita? I did not that. poison and her. Like, the, <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> the, the radio interference, like with the police on the other side of the radio, like being like, Hey, what kind of taxi was she driving? And like, she like answers it and shit. And just like, she's like, Coyote! like, shut up. Like she's, she's like answering to it. The interference between that is such a weird scene too. I thought there was more to that, but I think there's so much more to the rest of the movie that that doesn't really hold any bearing. Um, but I think it's an interesting scene. I liked that she was reacting to it as well. Oh, and then when you hear it from her point of view, it's coming. It's like it's coming through the radio, and she like turns yeah. the radio off to try and stop hearing the reality of what's happening. Yeah. Well, that's that's when that's when Doctor Rosini is like, "Okay, you're interfering way too much," and his eyes go white. And it's fucking scary as shit. And he grabs, uh, what's her name? Fucking this right here. Botterini? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was just about to look for. Like, literally. Yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, you need to be very quiet right now. (laughs) Like, I will, I will call you when I need you pretty much. Like, I'll need you later. You just need to be quiet. That's when we get the set. That's well, when we they, get the Spanish was like I spoke in it since it was invented. Like, yeah, too, with, he just like, grabs yeah. her, her eyes go black, and the little dude, the translator in the booth, is just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. like the whole time he's Holy like, "Oh shit. fuck!" When oh god, it's great when Luce first is saying the fucking the corrupted our father, and he's just like, "I can't say that." No, it's just some blasphemous yeah. stuff. No, I can't say that. I'm a, I know I, I I like Jesus. Yeah, he said she already she already said it. It's just the same thing. Yeah. 
He's like, is the, girl, the police woman's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, she's like, just fucking <laughs> say, on. pussy, come on. Dude, the lighting, the lighting in the cab when they go to the actual, like, kind of, like, rainy cab, um, like, setting, that's, like, so fucking jalo. Like, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I loved that shit. That was so nice. Um, but that's, that's, um, so right after the, the car crash, like after the choking and all that, I don't know if, is it even a car crash? It's not a, no, it's not a car crash. So. It's, it's, she jumps out of how the, does, Luce how, jumps out of the car. No, no, no. Oh, well, no, no, there's a, that's, bef- there's, there's a car crash. There's something that happens because, uh, Nora gets hurt in the back and that's why Nora is like, don't go to the hospital. I want to go somewhere else. I oh, think yeah. right there, Nora dies, and the demon fully takes over her because um, it's the like it, it has to. Because um, when she changes bodies, she just passes out dead, and he notices the blood on the psychiatrist does before the it transfers to him head. the back yeah. of her head. And then later on, when he uh, has revealed himself to be the demon to the dude in the sound booth, and then he sits down oh, and fucking lobotomizes himself, himself in the nose. Oh god! I wrote With that down pen. as the yeah. I wrote that down as a question being like, why did he do that? But I think I know the answer. And I think it's because he was, the demon is basically like, I don't want there to be another interference once I uh, get started doing what I'm doing. So I'm going to kill this guy. So when I leave his body, he's just fucking dead and he can't get up and fight back. It just takes the, takes him out of the equation later on. Oh, I didn't even think, I thought he just wanted some fucking blood for like some fucking like, let me do my makeup and shit. Um. That also helps. But yeah, he, I, re- I really, I didn't think of that either. I like that. That's I great, like that, dude. I, yeah, I, I thought, I thought that it was more of a, um, like he's like playing the role, and he like it goes into like the whole like hypnotism thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sense. that's what I thought too, Alan. But yeah, sense. no, I like yours better, Chase. I like, <laughs> I like, I like the right. uh, so like so she jumps out of the car, and then the next scene is the upside down scene where it looks like she's like on the ceiling. You know? Hold on. Before she jumps out of the car, can we talk about like when they're talking about, um, you know where I want to go. It's somewhere you know. It's uh, Sometimes we forget. Sometimes uh, we forget. W- sometimes we go where we're supposed to go, and then we forget where we're supposed to go there for. And like, it's just this word jumble of like saying the same thing and like mixing it up a bunch of times, and, he, and the psychiatrist keeps snapping. But at this point, the psychiatrist is in, the, yeah. the, is in Nora's clothes, and... And it's cutting between the psychiatrist's face talking and then back down to a shot of, like, the chest and the fingers snapping. And it keeps cutting back between, like, the psychiatrist's face and Nora's chest and then Nora's chest and the psychiatrist's face. And it's, yeah, like, while it's it does so the word good. jumble, oh, my God, that was fantastic. And again, again after that, he says, I, he says, I can help you as well. Yeah. He says, I can help you. And it's you. during the... And it's, that's... Oh, yeah, it's yeah, during it's that so that it's like it, it it's building up and Luce is just like uh, it's it's like she's trying to to hypnotize Luce, but Luce is just like nah, I'm fucking out and just yeah. <laughs> tucks tucks and rolls and then yeah, yeah slams. She's like, Where do I want to go, Luce? Where do I want to go? Yeah, and she jumps out and then that's that's the upside down shot, which like it's like her it's laying so in the fucking- middle of the road. Yeah, it's so fucking cool in that room how they fill it with fog and everything. It's don't they la- such- lay a shot of the road down like superimpose it on the floor because it kind of looks like there's a road like faintly there, on like but you can know. also see the floor I, of the conference room. 
Is it just the texture? I didn't I didn't notice anything like that. I think I think that they have superimposed a shot of a road at a couple spots because you can see the white lines down like she's in the middle of the street and then it's like the blacktop, but it's like on top of the actual floor or carpet in that room. And you can yeah. see both. I don't know. I so need I, to rewatch I, it. I could I, be crazy. I love that scene so much just because when it flips back over you see uh, Dr. Rosini like almost like just run past and he's like costume change. Oh my God. <laughs> like, is that, that shit is his clothes. <laughs> I love that it's shit. So he he like skitters. And he's like, all right, time, time for the ritual. And like he lays down. It's so fucking funny and like weird. I describe oh, it. I describe God. it as a skitter. Like it's, he's just like, yeah. Oh my yeah, god. That's that's like that's like what makes me get such huge Walton Goggins vibes because he looks like it from Vice Principles, but it's like the comedy and how he moves as well. It's comedy and creepy. Like yeah. it's yeah. both. Um I just pulled a that a shot of that when she's laying in the street and they did they did superimpose a street onto the floor. Nice. It's cool. Dude, it's great. It's really, really fucking good. I like that shot a lot. Um, the pink and blue light that's like coming from behind her. Oh my God. And that scene's so fucking nice. And so pretty much we go into, um, we go into like the, the Catholic school, um, in that part. And like, that's when, uh, she's on the floor on her knees and the, the Catholic, the nun, like, puts her fingers down at the end of her skirt and she's just like chewing gum. She just slaps her in the face. It's fucking great. Um, and then that's, that's, that's when you go into the, the reenactment of the ritual while Luce is still under hypnosis as well. And that's pretty much like the demon's whole plan is to get to that point. You know, mm -hmm. the demon's whole plan is to get to that point and to get, uh, Luce to like go through this ritual and, and kiss Kiss her. Him. I should have kissed loose when I had the chance. <laughs> I should have kissed loose when I had the chance. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what confused me a lot. Like, that, that, this whole, like, hypnosis, like, running back and forth confused me a lot the first time around watching it. But the second time, I got it so fucked. I was like, okay, I get this. I totally get this. And it, it'll, like change to the girl in the braid and then it'll switch back to the Dr. Rossini character. And I thought, I thought it really interesting um, that when they're doing the ritual and the girl with the braid sits up and is like, come kiss me. And Luce is like going in for the kiss. And then the, the cop, the policewoman, like grabs her and is like, you have to come with me. And Dr. Rosini's like, no, not yet. Like, you're not <laughs> supposed to come in. You're not supposed to come in yet. Which makes me think that originally, in the, the first time they did the ritual, the actual time they did the ritual, they would have kissed at that point because the nun wouldn't have come in. I'm assuming that the policewoman is playing, like, the nun role, like, mm. getting her in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would assume that if she's too early, as Dr. Rosini says then initially in the ritual, they would have kissed. And that would have been like kind of their first uh, inciting incident, like 
Well, that would have gotten yeah. that would have gotten the demon into loose. Yeah, it would have given know. the demon what it wanted. Well, th- th- I think that's the whole thing. The demon wanted to get to loose. It, it wanted to get into loose, yeah. and that's why she said, "I should have kissed loose. Like I should have kissed loose right away." Um, and just yeah, didn't get the chance because of the nun. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but you see you see you see the anger you see the anger because Doctor Rosini deals with the policewoman and it's like no not yet come with but me. no it's not it's not Doctor Rosini it's not Doctor Rosini it's the um it's the woman it's the girl that was uh, who was convinced she was pregnant that was laying in the circle that moves Doctor Rosini I know I know oh. but in, in oh yes in in, in, in the scene yes. in the reenactment yeah. it is Doctor yes. Rosini's body yes and he goes no you came too early. That's not when you're supposed to come in. And he okay, walks yeah. her to the back of the room. And then when he's walking back, he's just walking through the chairs and he's just throwing the chairs to the side yeah. through the fog. That is gorgeous. That you just hear and him so coming. Fucking creepy. You hear him coming first. Holy shit. Amazing. The, Im- oh my the imagery God. is pretty balls, balls of the wall in this one. <laughs> I loved that so much. Just his naked th- chair throwing. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happens to get up to this point, but right after, uh, I'm pretty sure the next scene is the Dr. Rosini at the door of the uh, the sound man. Mm-hmm. That's when he opens up the door and the guy's like, ah, and hits him over the head. And he like starts, he goes to the ground and starts bleeding and like spits up the blood. Um, which is great too. Like that, that uh, initiates the policewoman to like kind of be knocked out of possession. Yeah, I think it disrupts the the hold he had on her. Yeah, he he just had yeah. like secondary possession, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was so she was under his influence. That's just a misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> so she she pulls out her gun and is like looking down and, and starts shooting. And then, so I, I think Dr. Rosini had run or something. I don't even know what happened. I can't remember. It's all Dr. the fog, so she can't it. see anything. Yeah, like, she can't see. Dr. Rosini is at the end of the hall because he must have been because he got shot, and then it turns into the braided lady who's bloody as fuck. And it's just like walking down and sits down in the, the chair. The like original, the tired as fuck. The fake abortion Satan ritual lady. Margarita. Margarita Smith? <laughs> Didn't say a last name. Okay. Probably Sanchez. Oh, okay. <laughs> Margarita Smith. Wow, Switzel. that's racist. I was thinking it was Smith. <laughs> Jesus. I thought she okay, was Mormon. They're in, Chile. They're, they're in Chile and her name's fucking Margarita. God damn. Uh, Gonzalez. Okay, so <laughs> she walks down and like you. It, does it seem like she got shot to you guys? Because I the first time I didn't think so, and then the second time I was like, okay, it seems like she did get shot because she seems very tired. I think she and gets she shot. Sits, she I wasn't like, sure because I was very down. tired at that part. I think <laughs> she gets shot right here. Right yeah, here she gets shot and she slumps down on the chair, and then that's. That's like her just like kind of out of it. She's still possessed by the demon, but like the body is weak, I guess, is the kind of. Yeah. Kind of the. Uh, the body is weak, but the soul is strong. It's, <laughs> it seems to me that he or the demon can in, 
uh, animate a dead body if it's already in yeah. the body. But I guess exactly. there's a limit to the damage that it can take before it, yeah. it loses its, like, strength. Yeah, it's only got, like, three and a half hearts left. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's when Luce sits down next to... <laughs> that's when Luce sits down next to the body in front of it and uh, the body, the demon... And starts talking about the song. I wrote the song. It's not finished. Just imagine a boy choir behind it, backing it. And it's all about the moon and how it shines. And I have the whole thing if you want me to read it. Look how read it, it shines um, for you and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, she says, moonshine, moonshine, what you see is distorted. Which is that line immediately i was like i like that because that's i don't know what the fuck's going on in this movie the first time <laughs> i saw it <laughs> and then it goes moonshine that moonshine, speaks to me the, roast, the roasted bushes return moonshine moonshine it casts your spell there is no night no shadow for you there is no face no name for me and that's, that's and then the the demon's awesome. like yeah it's yeah, it's pretty fucked. It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. I like it. I don't know what it means, but I, I first line again <laughs> sounds really good with me. I like the there is no face, no name for me as well, because that kind of goes into the demon and like how he's possessing all these different characters as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and they never mention a name of the demon or anything like that. It's the demon with no name. Uh, then how can no you name. control it? And then, and then the the demons like. Is there a chorus? You should write a chorus. And that's when Luce is like, I convinced you you were pregnant. And this is like, I don't even know if we're still in like a reenactment anymore. We're just like, we're just out of the fucking, we're just balls to the wall going wherever. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I think she's, you know, like, she's seeing um, the girl that she performed the ritual on back in the day yeah. and i think it's implied that in reality that girl gets just like probably burned up like murdered because <laughs> by nuns asked yeah. by nuns um and then uh but then loses seeing her and and talking to her instead of it has nothing to do with the the hypnotism that was happening before with the cab yeah. and stuff um and it just uh, it does what it has to do to get her to come in for that sweet sweet kiss you know well, she says, I convince you you're pregnant. I want to go somewhere else. And then uh, the demon like cuts her off and says, I love you. Yeah. And then they just go in for a kiss. And honestly, like MTV kiss of the year. Like it's a pretty fucking hot kiss with Luce's butt up in the air, just jerking up back and forth all fucking like i'm possessed like I, just, I was like this is a great kiss and it it also changes to dr rosini in that scene as well up until then right when they start kissing up until then had loose said the i want to go somewhere else or it had it had just been the demon saying i want to be, go somewhere else right the demon yeah but it yeah, was yeah that's what it was lose yeah repeating it because like i don't know if you guys notice everything that the if like someone else in that cab scene is saying something if you look at Luz's lips she's mouthing the words yeah well because it's like she's, she's actually the one saying it yeah yeah, yeah. but it was it was initially nora in the scene exactly uh saying that yeah. yes so i don't that's that's a the i want to go somewhere else 
Man, honestly, what, it, it kind of makes sense what, now. what I'm saying... It kind of makes sense is, that they kissed after she said, I want to go somewhere yes. else. And her, the place where Nora wanted to go was loose. Like, it kind of... But what I'm saying... What I'm saying... What I'm wondering is, and what fits into the big question, I think, for all of us, is does loose flip it with her saying, I want to go somewhere else? Like, her... Does she kind of flip the power dynamic on the demon... When she kissed the demon, because you don't see the light exchange in that kiss. True. And then there's the big question, I think, that we all have that, wait, is Luz possessed? What the fuck happened? She she comes back from the kiss, and she's, like, out of breath, and she's, like, breathing really hard. It seems like like she defeated the demon. She just fucking tongue-wrestled the demon to the ground. But then she really suddenly just goes, (gasps) and then it's like she's back under control almost like the demon and her fighting Mm. for control yeah and and also another thing to go with that is uh uh the policewoman walks her out and doesn't quite seem possessed either yeah like walks her out very casually after all of this very casually after all that has transpired so it it literally has to be both of them possessed both of them are possessed or or neither of them are while the guy in the sound booth is just like oh my god <laughs> like please don't let her go yeah which is great i love that part of the end is that who's talking at the end is the sound guy yeah, yeah. the sound guy is the sound he's guy is still in the sound booth and he's like uh Bertelon, can you hear me? Don't let it get away. Shoot, shoot. That's the guy in the sound booth. Okay, I what I thought, <coughs> even after the second viewing, I was like, it. I thought it was the demon or Lou's internal monologue speaking, and but it didn't oh. make sense to me because I was like, what? Like, it doesn't sound like Lou's. So is the demon pleading for her not to leave? But it makes so much more sense that it's the sound guy pleading with the detective to not let her go. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That's what, that's what it is. So, uh, okay. I, I, on both viewings, I, I think she's possessed. Like that's how I view it. I like the idea that she almost conquered it. And cause I like, I like that. There's no light that you mentioned that there's no light in that kiss. But I don't know if it. But there that's. Hasn't been, but that's the there's whole. There's only been one other time. There's only been one other time that we've seen the kiss where there is. But light. the movie like, so is called Lose. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So it's but just, it is ambiguous. It, it's ambiguous. It is, and, and, that's, and that, that's, the, that's what I, I struggle think, with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that that ambigu- ambiguity is is good for the film. Yeah. Um, Everything I'm not else. It's not. Everything else, I think, should have some sort of an answer, it, or at least it's it's fun yeah. to think that it does. The end, either way, I think you can go either way. Yeah, no, for uh, actually, after hearing what you said with the, the shutter afterwards, I didn't quite notice the shutter, but if it was there, yeah, I can see how she got possessed. But the big uh, the lose the light. Because that's in the poster too. Is the tra- like it's yeah? You only see it once, but you see it in the poster. Uh, I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For like the light transfer thing, that seems like a big thing for me, and that you didn't see that. Like, I think it. I think it is open to interpretation, and that's kind of they kind of do it purposefully so that you know 
there. They absolutely do. Yeah. That's the, the ambiguous part of the film is that, and like you think it's much more if you've only seen the film once, but I, I really do think that we've, we've answered my biggest question in the film, which is the parts about Nora and, um, I can't wait to watch the film again, but I do think it's supposed to. Uh, I think it's supposed to end pretty ambiguous. I kind of like to think she got possessed and just walked the fuck yeah. out. Really, yeah, I, I like too. to think that um, she beat it. I like to, you know, I like a little spark of hope. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool like, if they both like just cohabitate inside her body and then they're both there. That it's would like be she's cool. Raven That's from Teen Titans. Raven, that's Raven, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If I Raven like was possessed a, by a demon. <laughs> she is. She's like got a demon. I like both a good her. bit. <laughs> Raven from Teen Titans? Yeah, man. Like, hey, oh, we'll I thought you it. were talking about that so Raven. Oh, no. <laughs> like Raven Simone. I wish. <laughs> I wish. She's a the, medium. I wish the premise for fucking that so Raven was that she was possessed by a demon. God damn it. <laughs> or just had to share did, with a demon. Did they never have an episode that involved a demon? They must have, right? I don't know. No, they that didn't. It, no, it, no. I, um, my fucking like little cousins and my mom loved it. I don't know. They they were really into it. But no, I don't think there was. It was very. She was just. She was more of a Miss Cleo psychic. Uh, if I were to and be then, racist, and then and then the spinoff, the spinoff was Corey in the House of the Devil, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you did watch. <laughs> so, so what I'll say about the ending is that I do, I do like to think about her being possessed more so, just because of the guy in the sound booth being like, "Don't fucking let her leave." She like please fucking yeah shoot. but he a pussy and dumb it ass. makes it it makes it scarier it makes it fucking scary it does it does it makes it a horror movie and it's like so that's this probably thing's true. still loose <laughs> this, it's the out loose the world is on now. The loose. it's now in a body that possesses, now it's loose uh like uh extra paranormal capabilities it's yeah it's probably fully powerful at this point if it if it if lose doesn't beat it but that's the whole point of film you know it is ending a film that way where you get to talk about it and go, oh, I don't know. I don't actually know. Dude, we can talk I, about how nice the book ended it is. I want to see, n- now I want to see Luce with the demon and the Shining fighting the kid uh, that uh, that Obi-Wan helps in uh, Doctor Sleep. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> I still, yeah, I still haven't seen it. Oh, That's okay. the crossover event of the century right yeah. there. Crossfire! All right, everyone. Well, uh, that that was our interpretation of it. I think I think we did, dude. I I feel so good about like. I'm just so happy that we explained that airplane shit, like <laughs> the the Nora with the guy in the airplane. I can't wait to watch it again just for that. Like I'll probably watch that scene again just to just to see what's actually going on there because that's something I missed. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's I'm gonna a watch it again. Fantastic film. Definitely. So uh, I highly recommend it. Sounds like Alan highly recommends it. What about you, Dan? Um. So yeah, it. Uh, it's a hell of an experience. No, no, I no, I enjoyed it. That here's the thing is like seriously, I watched it like late last night and I was tired. I really did enjoy it, but I was just you can't watch. Don't watch this movie if you're sleepy. Nah, because it's it's riveting but also slow no. at the same time somehow. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it's start it it's be- at like eight o'clock and finish around nine twenty. Yeah, no, it's it's short, <laughs> but not if you ate two venison burgers, um, <laughs> and also watched angst right before it. Um, yeah, <laughs> the back to back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it again. Um, just cause th- my two viewings of it were last night, uh, like sleepy and then today, like broken up at work. Um, so I, I, I didn't get a good focused viewing of it. Uh, immersive experience. I got the whole thing, but, uh, I, I now after talking about it, I definitely want to take another watch at it just, uh, cause there's too much. There's so much going on, like in every little, yeah. They cram pack a lot in 70 minutes, man. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. It's really cool. I, I, I'm so shocked, honestly, that it was made last year. Like, I'm just like, damn, did we still got it. Thank God. Yeah, thank did God. we touch on, did we touch on <laughs> while, while we were actually recording, Chase, that you said this was a student film? Uh, are you not recording still? No, I am. I, no, I am still recording. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. I think we yeah, mentioned that before nah. we started, like the show. I don't think. I don't think we actually did. We it, we started talking about the grain and the 16 millimeter, and then we. Yeah. Yeah. It was. The, I was waiting. But for yes, Chase it's a to student film. Yeah, it it's never a student happened. film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned. I did say something about it being a student film, but we didn't like go yeah. into it. But yeah, it was. It was. It was the director's thesis film from film school that's fucking nuts fucking incredible yeah i'm sure it was for a master's degree i can't imagine this was for an undergrad (laughs) i can't imagine it but i mean good i can't wait to see if this guy make more movies i'm hoping he uh, i fucking want i guess i want more hoping Mm -hmm. he does it this is gorgeous um yeah all right that's the that's the episode. Hope you made it till the end. Good lord, if you did, I hope we answered some questions for you that you had on loose. Yeah. Uh, Cause angst, you know, probably did too. Angst is angst is a weird one too. <laughs> Good times. Couple weird Euro horror movies. Her horror mm-hmm. movies. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and we can follow like- this up. Do you like feeling confused? Hey, check out these films. <laughs> oh, the train doesn't stop here, boys. Next week, we're going down the same route again. Confusing. We're just watching these movies again? Movies. Welcome to the Loose and Eggs podcast. Yeah, we're, we're just losing eggs exclusively. Every, every week. Every week. Every 72 week. times. <laughs> and every week, the podcast gets longer. All right, let's say goodbye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. So long. Thanks Farewell. Avida Sun Kupai. Go fuck Bye. yourself. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Fuck you.